Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. I'm Justin Baroni. And today, oh, like last episode, episode 14, we're still smoking on the MTL Cannabis Sage and Sour. One, because I recorded this podcast the same day as the last podcast, because <laughs> I got adventurous. And like I said in the last podcast, this stuff makes me creative. So I figured I'd keep going. I was on a roll, or at least I was having a good time. So I figured I would keep recording a couple more and see where it took me. Uh, in episode 13, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> this is also still the same 25.28% THC. Uh, and it is a sativa. And as you can tell, I am somewhat bouncing off the walls. And I love smoking this stuff. I, I think this may be my new favorite sativa, man. I'm blown away by this stuff. It's so crystally. You look at it, it's like a nice light green color. And if it's out in the sun or there's lights on it, like... It sparkles. It literally fucking sparkles. That's how much crystals there are on it. I know I just said that weird, but <laughs> it's true. I really, really like this stuff. I, I'm hoping that I can get my hands on more at some point, maybe a larger amount, because this would be the perfect complement to Purple Kush. And uh, you guys all know how much I like my Purple Kush. It's like the best high ever. Well, this I might have to say is uh, pretty damn close to the best high that I've had uh, from a sativa that I've known its name. <laughs> um, yeah. So this episode, I figured I'd fill you in a little bit on my, uh, you know, family life. Told you a story last time about becoming bionic. Um Time before that, I talked about how things had gotten a little crazy. So I, you know, I talked about personal development. Well, I'm going to talk about the results of my personal life getting a little bit crazy. And also, not by my doing, which is even more impressive than anything else, I think. <laughs> but, so as I said, I think it was in episode 13. You know, I'm a single dad. Uh, I used to share custody with my kids 50% uh, of the time with their mom, 50% of the time with me, or roughly, because I was working full-time, she wasn't. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is, now, because of certain circumstances, uh, the kids are living with me full-time, which led to me <laughs> having to go and get their cats and bring their cats as well so that the cats were at our house with the kids. Now, I have to be honest... I'm not that big a fan of a cat. I've never had cats growing up. I always had dogs. I like dogs too, but like they're a lot of work to take care of and stuff. And I've already got three kids that I have to take care of, which is enough. Like really, that's a lot of fun. It's like one of my buddies, I was camping once, okay? And one of my buddies and his wife were like, holy shit. It's like you have a, a second full-time job. You never get a break. Yeah, that's true. But it's also worth it. To be honest, I don't mind that. I mean, when I'm trying to relax and we're camping and I don't want to do very much, yes, it gets annoying <laughs> to have to constantly get up and make them things and get them stuff and help them and keep them entertained. But now they're older and they're getting to the point where they're able to entertain themselves. And a lot of the time they can make their own food and stuff, which is fucking great because I can sit back a little bit more and then make Sunday brunch and be awesome. <laughs> But as a result of this, you know, personal situation, getting a little bit out of control in banana pants, um, I have ended up, you know, with my kids full time, which is awesome for me. And I think good for them. They're, they seem to be, their attitudes have seemed to improve a little bit, I think. And then uh, also at the same time, I now have two cats. Well, okay, sorry. 
at the time of this podcast, I do not have the two cats. I had the two cats and I found out that I get wicked allergies from cats. <laughs> so there were two of these motherfuckers. One was little and one was fat. <laughs> they were not, they were rescue cats. So like they're skittish as shit. They didn't like people. Uh, they were both males and they definitely didn't like men. So whatever environment they were in before even like my ex's house, but like that they had a bad time. So there must have been something that, you know, really messed them up because they wouldn't come near me. They wouldn't come out from under my daughter's bed. Nothing. These motherfuckers wouldn't wouldn't come out. And I don't particularly like cats or I didn't particularly like cats until I started figuring I'm here and these cats are around. I'm bored sometimes. I want somebody to play with. <laughs> so I figure I could teach these cats to be dogs. <laughs> you cannot teach a cat to be a dog. I'll tell you that right now. But what I did was I started, because it's for my kids, I started looking up how to get a cat to like you. <laughs> so I, I, and this is as like my allergies are unfolding. I didn't realize I was having allergies to these cats until I woke up the next day. But the first day, I started thinking, okay, I will look into how to get a cat to like you. So I read all these different blogs and articles about how to appropriately get a cat to be your buddy. <laughs> so there's like stages to this shit, man. I'm telling you like, okay, first cats apparently like to kiss by touching noses. Didn't know this, find it weird, but whatever. It's a cat thing. So to mimic that, you're if you don't know the cat, you're supposed to. Walk up to it, if it will let you, hold your hand out so you're not intimidating the thing, and you point your finger out as if to like, boop, <laughs> nose, put, nose kiss it, right, with the tip of your finger, because it's about the same size. So the cat, if it's willing to get to know you, I guess, will put its nose to your finger and be like, hey, how's it going? Now, that happens for like an extended period of time until the cat feels like comfortable with you. Then you graduate to the cat will let you pet the side of its face. And if it lets you pet the side of its face, like you're in, you're your buddies. You can still scare the shit out of it. And you got to be careful a little bit with what you're doing around, especially these rescue cats. But ultimately, he, you're starting to become buddies. Now, okay. From the level of petting the cat in the face <laughs> to the cat will come now and hang out with you. So if you're sitting on the couch or whatever, it'll come up and play with you and hop on you and then, or not even play with you. It'll just like walk across you to see what you'll do. And if you try to pet it, maybe it lets you pet it once and then it leaves. And then over time, it'll lay on you and you can pet it and blah, blah, blah. But then the ultimate goal is to get the cat to come to you and flop over on its back so you can give it belly rubs because that means it loves you, trusts you and everything. So that was my ultimate goal with these two cats, <laughs> which is to get... Both of them to be able to lay down, lay down, feel comfortable around me, and I could pet their tummies. That never happened <laughs> because I got way too allergic to these cats way too quickly. So at the end of the first week, I could like midway through the week, I could barely breathe every time I woke up. And I wasn't prepared for this because I didn't really know I had allergies to cats. I knew that if I touched, like if I uh, if I pet them then sometimes I feel itchy, but I never had any problems because I never had cats. So I was always in just other people's house and it never really bothered me. But uh, 
yeah, so I got these fuckers. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm waking up in the middle of the night for two weeks straight. I couldn't sleep more than three hours because I would go to bed and then wake up wheezing as like having a massive asthma attack. I assume that's what it feels like. I'd have to go outside, sit outside until my like lungs opened up and I could breathe again. Now, again, there were two cats. So I think the bigger, fatter cat <laughs> was giving me more problems and shedding more because when the little cat was around, it was okay. I could pet him and whatever. And then uh, I would notice when the big cat came in the room. He would, uh, like, it was like my tongue would get all tingly and, like, kind of fuzzy feeling and whatever. Um, so I think it was just the overwhelmingness of two cats and the dander and not knowing that I had these allergies and, like, they got in my room. And, yeah, it was a bad show. So, uh, so I eventually got them out of my room, figured out that if I clean everything up, wash everything, I should be okay. I ended up having to get a, um, an air purifier because, pfft, I mean, you want to live, <laughs> you want to breathe. So after I do all this, then I decide that they can't have the cats because even with all that, the two of them were killing me. So I take, so I finally convinced my ex to come back and get the goddamn cats. <laughs> she takes them home and my oldest daughter gets super upset. So I feel horrible, right? Because those were her cats, but like they were never meant to stay here. I was just trying to help them out, right? But I couldn't do it. So anyway, <laughs> she has these, we, uh, we get, <laughs> fuck, I'm high. Just hit me. Okay. So we send those cats back. Then my buddy is like, hey man. And he had talked to me about this before, but I wasn't so sure how it was going to work. Okay. And this I'm telling you is what it's like to be a parent. If you're not a parent, this is the kind of shit you will put up with to put a fucking smile on your kid's face, okay? So he goes to me, hey, my cat is still spraying all over my house because he had two cats and a dog, and the, the dog's bigger than the cat, the middle cat, and then the, there's the older cat, which is the dominant one. So the cat that's spraying everywhere is not dominant in the house, has it, doesn't have its own space, so it's trying to make its own space and mark its territory by pissing all over his bathroom, <laughs> like, all over his kitchen. Like, he he said one time, it looked him in the eye while it pissed on the floor because it was that pissed off at him for having none of its own space. So he said, hey, man, would you be opposed to taking my cat? And I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> I was dying <laughs> from these other two cats, but I figured it had to be just because it was two cats because I'm stupid <laughs> and I don't figure on like, I'm not smart. I don't think things through. I just figure, you know what? People want things to happen. Let's see if I can make people happy. So I say, yeah, we'll try. We'll try it. <laughs> so I go, I just got rid of these other two cats, which are basically killing me, but we'll give it a shot with your one cat. <laughs> so, and my old, like I said, my oldest daughter was upset about not having the cat. You know, he was giving this middle cat away and it was his daughter's cat. So she was upset. So everybody was upset. But to me, it felt like it was sort of like a middle ground where, you know, his daughter could still come over and see the cat. My daughter could have a cat. I hopefully got over the allergy situation, you know, and then everything was like hunky dory. 
That's what my hope was. <laughs> okay. So my hope still is. I have this cat now. That's right. I still have it. So things are actually getting better with the allergy thing. But the reason that they're getting better with the allergy thing. So the reason that this whole allergy situation is getting figured out is because at some point <laughs> I had heard a podcast or I had read a blog or something about this uh, snake scientist guy <laughs> who was responsible or was trying to make anti-venom. So he, I think, injected himself with small amounts of venom over time till, until he eventually became immune to certain types of venom. Now, I don't know if that's 100% accurate because <laughs> the time I heard this, I was definitely high. But I figured I would apply this to the approach of having a cat that may or may not make me allergic. And I didn't want to have my buddy have to give the cat away to somebody they didn't know. So that way, you know, I didn't want his daughter have to totally get rid of the cat. So I took that principle. And what I did was, when we got the new cat, which I found out was actually a bangle or a mix with bangle in it, which made it less a it didn't have as much of an effect on my allergies as these other two cats that were not Bengal cats. Apparently, Bengal cats are hypoallergenic and whatever the um, molecule in their or their whatever it is in their saliva and their dander is less effective as uh, as that type of cat from that type of cat. So what I did was I decided I would spend a lot of time with this cat and play with it and pet it and, you know, do all the things that you're supposed to do, like I said before, with the whole poking it in the nose and then, you know, petting its face. And this cat eventually just flipped right over for me and I could pet his tummy, no problem. This this cat was awesome. It only took a couple days for him to come out of hiding because apparently when they come to your place, they hide for a bit until they're, they feel safe. Only took him a couple or took her a couple days to come out and hang out with us and play. Um, he, she made a, net, a little spot under my daughter's bed because my daughter is apparently a cat queen. <laughs> All the cats love her. So, yeah. I would play with this cat, hang out with it. I would get it to like walk all over me. I rubbed my face on the side of it at one point just to get it all in me to see if I could get all this, you know, all the allergens in and see if my body would effectively work itself out. Now, having said that, the first air filter I bought did not effectively do what it was supposed to do. So I moved that to my room when I cleaned my room because I also found out you have to clean more often so that you pick up all the hair and the dander and when they shed right so now I'm having to you know vacuum and sweep I sweep my place every day but I'm having to fucking vacuum at least twice a week because I've got a little area rug <laughs> and I noticed it collects a lot of shit so uh yeah so I had I've had to do that with the cat I've had to you know, obviously be a little bit cleaner than I normally have been. I'm not that dirty, I don't think. <laughs> um, and I moved that first set of air purifiers up to my room and I bought a more expensive air purifier that was like a HEPA filter, all that shit. And that thing works fucking great. It is awesome. So yeah, so I, these, these symptoms are subsiding and it's pretty awesome now because now we have a little pet that we can play with. I was, uh, the other day... <laughs> I was trying to get her to come out from under the bed and there was a little like uh, 
hair tie for my, one of my daughters. So we were flipping that across the floor. And this cat was bouncing all over the place, man. She's awesome. <laughs> so my entire attitude to cats has totally changed. I'm in. My oldest daughter makes fun of me. She's like, you love the cat. You want to have a kitten? <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm, a, I'm not a total cat guy, but I like having a cat. I like their attitudes. I like that if they're pissed off at you, they let you know by like doing silly shit, like staring you in the face and pissing on your floor. I find that kind of funny. <laughs> I like the fact that if you're not feeding them, they'll tell you and you can figure it out pretty easily. Like, I mean, their body language is incredible. Um, but now that has moved on to my daughter now saying, well, I want a dog too. <laughs> And yeah, I'd like to have a dog too, but let's be honest, yo, I'm not fucking Dr. Doolittle over here. We got to do one thing at a time and <laughs> see how it goes. But yeah, those are the things that you do for your kids as a parent when you want to put a smile on their face when the shit hits the fan. You'll put up with allergies, you'll find every way around it that you possibly can, you'll meet it head on, you'll do what you got to do, it doesn't matter. You got to find the lighter side of shit. I say this all the time, but you really do. You got to try things. You got to try new stuff. You got to see what you could do and get away with. And I don't mean that in like a bad sense. I mean like how far can you push your limits? You know, what can you take? What can you handle? Can you be the rock? Can you be the guy with the big shoulders, you know, that carries the world sort of thing? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe not. But you don't find out until you try and do shit like that. Like I would have never known I had allergies, you know, to cats if I hadn't taken in a couple cats and almost, you know, come to my demise <laughs> from inhaling all this dander and allergen and shit you know but I tried I'm trying to work through it and then you know we found we found one we lucked out that we got a little a little a little kitty well she's not little but she's she's small <laughs> I don't know but uh yeah now we have a cat and uh it's a different world man I'm I'm the mature one I'm the reliable one apparently I never would have thought that I never that has never been how anybody has ever <laughs> described me. They've used other more colorful words <laughs> and phrases. <clears throat> but yeah, you'll do anything for your kids, especially, you know, when you know it counts. So that's my story about how I came the, you know, full-time mom dad, dad mom <laughs> to my kids and a cat owner. You know, you just do what you can with what you got, I guess. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Uh, I hope you keep coming back and joining me every Friday at 4.20 p.m. For thoughts off the stem. Roll them up, light them up, smoke them up, stay high. And don't forget to check out uh, the merch store, teespring.com slash stores slash T-O-T-S 420. I think you guys will like this stuff, I'm telling you. You just got to check it out. Let me know what you think of it too. Uh, you know, like I said, I think it was the last episode. I put to I put a website. Uh, Oi! I put together an email address so that you know I could get some feedback. So if you guys have any feedback, email email me. It's uh, thoughts off the stem podcast at gmail.com. All lowercase, all spelled out. <laughs> and yeah, hit me up. I'd love to have any kind of conversation with anyone. That's what these are all about. Having sessions, having somebody to hang out with when you, you know, when you don't have anybody else to hang out with, I guess. Anyway, have a good one. Enjoy yourselves and stay positive.